everyone, and welcome to the Football Fig Nuts podcast Thanksgiving Day special. I'm Craig. And I am Britt. Britt, we have a special episode. We do. We have a little extra recording time this week, and we have a weird slate of games because there's three games on Thanksgiving. So we figured let's put together something, release Thanksgiving morning, and give somebody, give you guys something to listen to first thing in the morning before you go get yourself full of turkey. Exactly. Or, you know, just drown out the family. Now, before we get started, you know what's weird this week? What's weird? And I forget this. Every year they do this. DraftKings does not run a normal slate on Thanksgiving week. No? There is not a single... There's 15 games this weekend. Right. Because there's the Rams and the Chiefs are off. There is no 15-game slate. There's 13-game slates. There's 10-game slates. There are three-game so slates. Where's the cutoff? There, th- if you play the 13-game slate, you can't play either of the day games on Thanksgiving. But you can play the night game. Yes. You can play Atlanta at New Orleans and everything that follows through Monday night, but you can't play the first two. That's weird. So it's a good thing we're doing a Thanksgiving-only DFS special because there's a lot of only Thanksgiving DFS going on. True. So, But first, you just handed me a glass with a mystery liquid in it. Tell me what I got. I did. This is called Treat. Okay. From Treehouse Brewing. Ooh, this is that place up in Massachusetts we've been longing it to is, go. It uh, is, because like I said, I, I got a guy. It's an IPA, huh? It is. Uh, so yeah, the can is orange, and there is a, a wrapped up lollipop on the cover label of the can by itself. Ooh, that is good. It's an Imperial imperial IPA brewed by Treehouse Brewing. Uh, the flavors consist of such things as, uh, where'd you get that list here? Oh, yes. Orange. Lychee, mango, mango, and yeah. grapefruit. I get everything. I don't know what lychee tastes like. I'm not that cultured to know what that fruit is. So I get everything else. I get a lot of orange and mango up yep. front, and I get a lot of grapefruit at the end. It is a well-balanced, um, almost hazy IPA. Yes. It's very, it's, it's hoppier than it smells. It's hot. Yes. It's that nose does not be, does not treat it well, but, but very good. Yeah, it's very good. Very Thank good. you for bringing that today. That's, that's fantastic. All right, let's jump in because this is going to be a short episode because we, listen, you're all driving to family. You're all waking up on Thanksgiving morning. We want to do a bang, bang, 20, 30 minute quick shot that you can listen to before the 1230 games. And yes, the games start at 1230 on Thursday. So this is going to release first thing Thursday morning so that people can get up and just get on it. Let's go right to the DFS. All right. Okay. So we're talking strictly the Thanksgiving slate. So you're only dealing with three games. You can consider, uh, let's see, here we go. Chicago at Detroit is the first one. Okay. The second one, starting at 4.30, is Washington at Dallas. And the third one is Atlanta at New Orleans. If you'd like to talk about the other games or hear more about the other games, tune back in on Friday. Our normal release will cover the rest of the slate. So, DraftKings. You got you got six, six quarterbacks on this slate. You do. In no particular order. They are Mitchell Trubisky, who may not play. Looking less and less likely that he will play. <laughs> yep, and if he, he doesn't, he hurt his shoulder. It's Chase Daniels if he doesn't. You got Trubisky, Stafford, Breeze, Ryan, Prescott, and McCoy. Let's throw wow. salaries out of it for a minute. Okay. Who do you like in this game? Who would you like? Mm, I would just say Breeze, but he's going to be expensive. He is the most expensive quarterback on the slate at 6,700 on DraftKings. Um, but he's also, he, but he, he, um, he has this. Yeah, I'm sorry. Looking again. He is the highest projected total I have. Uh, Ryan is a close second. He's at 61. Um, I don't have a projection on Chase Daniel for Trubisky. I have Trubisky slated for about 20 points, which is about his average. Right. Um, but I don't know what I can expect that from Daniel. If you think Chase Daniel is going to go out there and have a good day, he's 4,400. He needs 14 points to hit value. 
The problem is value quarterbacks rarely pay off under 20 points because you need those points to, to get your pool going. So I don't know that I would use him anyway. Uh, you know who I really like in this matchup? You're going to laugh at me. Who do you like? I love me some Dak Prescott. Really? At home against the Washington defense. I'm tempted to go with Colt McCoy because the Dallas defense ain't much better against the pass, but I really like Dak Prescott here, and I think there's a, a good chance he could he could provide 4x value. He's 5,100, so we're always saying we need 3x. A 4x for him would be 20.4 points. Can Dak Prescott get to 20 points against the Washington Redskins uh, at home? There's a chance, maybe. You don't I seem give him, confident. I give him 50-50. So let me ask you this. Who do you have more confidence? Dak getting to 20 points yep. or Colt McCoy getting to 18? <clears throat> Ooh. Um, in that case, I would have to go with Dak if and I had to really pick one at. or the other. I mean, because the other guys, Ryan's got to get to 24. to get, I mean, so I'm, saying, I'm drawing the 4X value on the DraftKings numbers. Right. Uh, Breeze has to get to 26. Stafford has to get to 21. And I don't think Stafford can get to 21 no, against they the Bears. Are not. Stafford's not having the year. I, no. Like, he's still throwing okay but he's not having the year i thought he was gonna right have. and then the chicago quarterback i don't know what to make of it right now so i gotta look at that dallas game and i love i love me some dak prescott this week so all right so let's move on to running backs again quick moving today folks we are right. burning <clears throat> again you have a limited slate here same three games from a value perspective there's only one name i like and it's jordan howard i've got jordan howard slated for 13 points he's only 4100 that puts him over the 3x line I love him in this spot. Craig, who do you like on the Thursday slate at running back? Um, you know, if I still don't have faith in Jordan Howard. Oh, I have no faith in him. I just need to save money. <laughs> at 4,100, that allows me to, to play either Ezekiel Elliott, 86, Mark right. Ingram at 61, or Alvin Kamara at 83. Yeah, if you're going, all right, if you're going by for just saving money, then I yes. need to save money to use so How one much of those. is Tariq Cohen? Uh, Tariq Cohen is 5,300, so it's 1,200 more than Howard. And I've only got him slated for one point more than Jordan Howard. All right, then. Yeah, just for money-saving purposes. So let me ask you this. Here's your choices, okay? All right. You can use Jordan Howard and Ezekiel Elliott. Okay. That's 12-7 in salary. Okay. Or you can use Alvin Kamara. Yep. I'm looking for somebody who balances out that salary. And no one. (laughs) And Theo Riddick. Kamara and Riddick. Or Howard and Ing- uh, Howard and Zeke. I have to go with Howard and Zeke. That's the whole point. Yeah. Do I have a lot of faith in Howard? No. But I think Zeke is going to run amok over Washington. I've got no, Zeke. No, their at- uh, secondary is better than their run defense. Yes, I've got Zeke at twenty-four points. The problem is he's eighty-six hundred, so that's not three X. I can't True. sit there and say he's a value play. He's not. Same thing with Kamara. Kamara is eighty-three hundred. He's gonna. I-, I got him for slated for twenty-one. Yeah. But I can't use Alvin Kamara at 8,300 while Mark Ingram sits there at 6,100. And he had a good week last week. 2,000 points less. (laughs) The difference between Kamara and Ingram pays up for the difference. I'm looking for a good example here. Pays up for the difference between Jordan Howard and Mark Ingram. That's, yeah. I mean, Yeah, you have to go with that then. Right. So... So I like Zeke. I, 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 I want to use Jordan Howard this week because it lets me use a Zeke. Um, if I want to use a Mark Ingram, I can't use a Zeke or a uh, Kamara unless I use one of them in the flex. But, I mean, that's all money dependent. So, all right, flying through. Back to the wideouts. I only have one wideout on Thanksgiving Day at value, and you- I don't even want to speak his name. <laughs> First off, he is, is it Josh Doxson? No, that was that was last week. Last week, while I was not here, folks. I okay. 
So the two-second story is I had a minor medical procedure done last Wednesday. That's why I wasn't here. But while I was recovering from the anesthesia, I decided to run the metric. <laughs> the metric then told me I should play Josh Doxson. <laughs> and that was when I decided that it was not a good idea to run my numbers while still recuperating. <laughs> Um, which was, which was, it turned out to be the worst metric of the year. I mean, nobody yeah, that I no. predicted to make value made value last had a week. Bad week last yeah, week. Yeah. So, so the lesson is don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> so I, I've got the only guy I've got making pure value. And this is if he plays cause he's on the injury report and he, I don't know if he practiced today or not is Bruce Ellington. And I, cannot, I thought he was a running back. I'm thinking of another Ellington. I, and I can't even tell you why I like him. I, 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 again, I listen to a lot of sources. I look at a lot of projections. A bunch of experts have him higher. The big thing is they've only most people only have him at nine or ten points, but he's thirty two hundred. He's super cheap, and it, it's not it's not a bad matchup. The, that Chicago Detroit game, though, I don't know it's going to score a lot of points, but um, so I, I I'm not going to use him, even though the metric suggests it. This week, I'm going for mid range stability. I'm looking at guys like oh Cole Beasley. <laughs> hey, he has a rap album, man. It, it, Anthony Miller. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm looking for mid-range stability because that's going to let me spend up at flex. And like we just talked about, there's a lot of intriguing options at flex in the running back ranks, but they're all six thousand dollars or more. Right. So I would spend up there. Who do you like on the wideout list? Uh, let me look at this list again because that list is a uh, it's something. I and definitely I, something. And I have Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is 8,900. I can't right. use Michael Thomas. I can't. Give me give me the top five. In terms of value or points, my projections. Value. My top five in, in value are Bruce Ellington, yep. Cole Beasley, yep. Anthony Miller, Amari Cooper, and believe it or not, Julio Jones, because he's just been on fire lately. He's 8,300 still. Yeah. But those <clears> are, and, and again, the only guy I've got at 3X is Ellington, and I, I can't use him. So I'm looking mid range this week. Ellington, um, Beasley, Miller, Cooper, Jones. I think for me, I think I'd have to go with Jones and Miller. Now, if you do that... Or then I can't afford somebody later. You're going to have to go cheap at running back. Ooh, you're going to have to go... yeah, up. no. All right, then maybe Cooper and Miller. I mean, if you go back to running back, you could probably make a lineup that would work there if you used Howard and Ingram or Howard and AP. AP's 5,100, but I don't think AP's going to have a big day against no, the his No, his offensive line is still broken. Right. So if you want to go, I mean, you could conceivably go if you want to be, if you want to go bold, you could find a way to do Julio Jones and Michael Thomas, but you got to understand that's going to cost you $17,000 for two guys. It's going to cost you a lit. It's cost you 35% of your salary. There's no Ezekiel Elliott on that lineup. There's none. There's none. You throw Zeke in, you've now used almost half your salary. You've used 43% of your salary, more than 43% of your salary. I'm sorry. I'm doing the math wrong in my head. You used almost half your salary. More than half your salary. Yeah. It's going to be, yeah, yeah they're about 8,000 each. Could be about 24, 25,000 of a 50,000 salary cap. And you haven't done a quarterback, <laughs> a defense, a defense, tight a end. tight end, a flex, <laughs> or the other two wide receivers. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. It doesn't work. So it's, you know, you can't, you can't go strict chalk this week. Speaking of strict chalk, there isn't any when it comes to tight ends this week. The chalky play is Jordan Reed at 4,700. If you want to spend up for him, great. I'm looking at Ben Watson because he's 3,200. And we just talked about there's so many. There's, It's so high-end stack. Zeke, Kamara, Julio, Thomas. <laughs> if I want to use two or three of those names, there's no way I can spend more than 3,500 on a no, on How a much end. is a Hooper? 42. Really? He went up. I can't. I am so done with Austin Hooper. 
I released David Njoku in our season long a couple weeks ago, and he got snatched up the wire right away. He's been released and reacquired twice. He's on his fourth <laughs> different not, team in four weeks. It was not by me. No, no, the other Craig. The That's other right. Craig snatched him up. But Mario snatched him up right away. Then Mario released him. him. I think Adam picked him up. Then Adam released him. Like, literally, he lasts one week everywhere, and I'm like, welcome to my nightmare. This is what I dealt with for the first seven weeks of the year. That's why that's I right. cut him. So, well, that's all right, why so I'm driving I'm, the Joe Mixon train now. That's all aboard the train. <laughs> Get on board. Get on board the Joe Mixon train. Still think he's going to be decent. You just, they've just got to stop giving up these huge leads so they can actually give him the ball. Yeah. So so I'm, I'm using Ben Watson as a value play. He is the cheapest. There's really only four names on my list this week, and they are Watson, Reed, Burton, and Hooper because it's a three-game slate. So who don't I have covered here? Uh, I don't have a, a tight end from Detroit because I can't even name a tight end from Detroit. And I have no idea who's playing tight end for Dallas anymore. So I didn't include them on this. <laughs> I don't think anyone Is does. it Rico Gathers? I don't it know. It might be. <laughs> Whoever it is. So who do you like? Watson, Reed, Burton, or Hooper? Uh, I would just have to go with Watson. Yeah, I mean, he's the cheapest. He's also the lowest rated. Um, I've only got him slated for about nine. Yeah, but when Breeze, like he doesn't always target him every game, but when he does... He seems to target him a lot. Yeah, he's either going to get three or four catches for 40 or 50 yards and possibly a touchdown, or he's going to get one catch for 10. Yeah, and last week he dropped like three passes, and one of them could have been a touchdown. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. So that's the tight ends. Defense is shocking. There's only six on the list. I would have to go with Dallas. Maybe. You're not even going to hear the numbers. You're just going to go straight with Dallas. Yeah. I can't trust New Orleans defense or Atlanta's. <laughs> I... The highest rated, the highest ranked defense I have in a pure point perspective is the Bears. I have them slated for nine points and they're 2,900. So that's value. That's 3x. But I think the Saints could have a game against Atlanta. I, I don't you know think? why. Are they Where are they playing? In Atlanta? They're in New Orleans, which is a problem. But I think I'm not, I don't know. I'm starting to, I'm starting. I did a lot of work on New Orleans <laughs> this week, which you'll hear about in the main episode. I just don't buy this New Orleans mystique. I there okay. If you take the Rams out of the mix, okay, remove the Rams because they're ten and one. The combined win losses of every one of their games, can, and remembering they lost to three and seven Tampa as part of this, is only forty seven percent win rate. They haven't played a tough schedule. They played one tough game. They have in the last three weeks: Panthers, Steelers, Panthers. They will be the first time all year that they play a better than 500 team in back-to-back weeks. And they've got to play three weeks in a row. <clears throat> I think they're going to lose two of those three. I Maybe, really but do. Watching Pan- the Panthers the last two weeks, I their defense is not that stupendous. But there's, they're over 500, and that's better than, than anybody else has given the Saints. I mean, again, the only two teams over 500, uh, two or three teams over against 500. One of them's Washington. What are they, six and four? That's I not okay. So. The Rams, the Rams are legit, 10 and one. We've got to say that. But I, I I just don't get it. I just, everybody's big on New Orleans. I can't, I can't get on it's the because train. Of, it's because of Breeze and their offense. That's fantastic. But what happens when they run into a team with a really, really good defense? Really, really good defense. Oh, there really isn't any good defenses out there. Anymore. Nah, not about. really. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So let's uh, we'll wrap up the the uh, the old special episode. Let's um let's go to our our annual thankful award. Okay. So Craig, what fantasy player in either DFS or season long are you truly thankful for this year? And if you say Alvin Kamara, I'm gonna get up out of this chair and I'm gonna slap you. Um, the somebody involving a trade we did, I would have to say uh, Tariq Hill. 
Really? See, he was the second guy you acquired from me. I thought you would like Michael Thomas a lot better. I do just well because of the last two weeks the games I had. Yeah, it, Hill was the reason why I won. Fair enough. Well, actually, no, actually it was tied. Last two weeks ago was Thomas, but this past week with his forty-four points, it was Hill. Oh my god! And I had him. I had my first open disagreement with John Hansen, the fantasy guru over Tyreek Hill last week. He had him pegged for like ten or eleven points, and I'm like, there's no way. Tyreek Hill, even with Marcus Peters on him, scores 11 points against the goddamn Rams. It is not no, happening. the Rams secondary is not stupendous. They, they've got Captain Sock Thrower, and we thought <laughs> that he was going to follow Tyreek a lot. So I sat there and I said, I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to disagree with the fantasy guru. I love his stuff, but I think he's crazy on this. And I jacked Tyreek Hill on my projections up to 18 points. And I was still freaking way off. Yes, because it was more than that. <laughs> oh my god! I'm like, yeah, they'll 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 keep him in check. He might get one touchdown, and he'll probably have five or six catches no, for was, fifty there or was sixty. Like eleven touchdowns in that game. Mahomes threw six. Don't get me started on that. No, I, everyone's we'll save like, that for the next time. Everyone's like, Pat Mahomes is a genius. He's set a record. Yeah, he he did not play well. He no, that interception well. he threw for a touchdown, that was horrible. I it don't was know just what, low throw. It's like he was throwing a baseball. It was low throw. <laughs> uh, he had multiple throws that landed at Travis Kelsey's feet. I mean, Travis Kelsey should have had at least two or three more catches for another 20 or 30 yards. Open throws that he threw and Kelsey was grabbing for the ball at his ankles. No, Mahomes did not have a good game, but that's beside the point. He's off this week, so... That's good. I expect uh, DFS totals to be lower this week. Um <laughs> Hope everyone took the over in that game. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm, I was shocked that it got that high. But all right, so wrapping up. So is there a game you would like to target? But where you do over and unders during our main segment in the uh, the four, the Friday. Um, but Atlanta, New Orleans looks like it's going to be a that shootout. Would be, that would be it. Chicago, Detroit. Eh. Detroit is malfunctioning. Chicago's quarterback is hurt. I have a feeling Washington at Dallas. Might actually be a good game. There's going to be no middle ground for me. This game is under 20 combined, or it's over 40. I can see that. That's what I'm saying. It's either 9-7, or it is 35-27. I, I just got this feeling that it's going to be yeah, one or the other. it all depends on how uh, Dallas starts. Yes. Because once they, within the first quarter, you'll be able to tell if Dallas is going to play well or not. Right. Historically, that sets the whole tone. Historically, Dallas is very defensive on Thanksgiving, as I recall. So they tend to be lower scoring, but I still think it's got potential. But I am definitely looking at Atlanta, New Orleans. The problem is DraftKings has assumed everyone is looking at Atlanta, New Orleans. And so they have priced everybody up there. You know, like we said, Julio, Michael, both quarterbacks are the top two quarterbacks on this particular three-game slate. So let's close with this. Right. You know I'm a big fan of the captain showdown on DraftKings. Yep. We got to pick one captain who's going to cost you one and a half times normal salary. And there's a salary structure different than this, so the numbers we used here are not the same that they would use the captains. You're playing Atlanta, New Orleans captain showdown. Yep. Who are you paying up for at the captain's spot if you have your choice? The one guy who's going to go out there and be worth one and a half times his salary. Based on the last couple weeks and based on salary, I would have to go with Ingram. Ingram's a good call, and I do have a captain's lineup with Ingram in it. I'm going with, um, oh, cripes, I just drew his blank. Who's that guy? Austin Hooper. No. (laughs) I'm going with Tevin Coleman. Really? He's very cheap. Very cheap. He's 5,200 on the main slate, and I think he's like only six or 7,000 on the captain slate 
And by using him, I can use a lot of expensive people. So I am definitely looking at Tevin Coleman. So, um, so, all right, but you know what? I got us off track there. You were thankful for, uh, Tyreek Hill. Right. How about you? I am thankful for the continuing presence in the league of Frank Gore. I've used Frank Gore twice (laughs) all year, but each time I've used him, he has made value. And of course I am thankful for Blake Bortles because it allows me to do the Blake Bortles voice. Which, by the way, was hysterical. On Sunday, we had uh, a small gathering, and I think it was, I think Deb, uh, hi Deb, mentioned hi Deb. mentioned Blake Bortles just to see if I would do the Blake Bortles voice. <laughs> and I did the Blake Bortles voice, and somebody who does not listen to our podcast went, is that your broadcast voice? I went, no, that's the Blake Bortles voice. <laughs> Use that voice exclusively when you talk for Blake Bortles. The answer is always Blake Bortles. Doesn't make it much a question. What's for dinner? Blake Bortles. So it... I, I'm thankful that he gives me some material to work with that I can run uh, into the ground. But um, I mean, I, and, and we're thankful for our listeners. Thank you guys yeah, for tuning in you. Um, as you're listening to this on Thanksgiving. If you're not listening to this on Thanksgiving, please don't use any of the picks you just heard because you are late. Yes. And those games are now over. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, we will be back on Friday for our regular episode. Uh, enjoy the Turkey Day. What, what's your favorite Thanksgiving staple, Craig? What do you go for? I look forward to um, it. You're a oh. turkey guy? I enjoy turkey. Not a big, I mean, I like ham, but it's not my favorite. Uh, but you turkey, and I really like pumpkin pie. Oh, there you go. There you go. I'm a turkey guy, but everybody who knows me knows it's all about the stuffing. And I don't want this fancy sausage cranberry crap. Take the stovetop out of the box, <laughs> follow the instructions, and put it in my belly. So, all right. Well, until then, we will be back on. We'll be back tomorrow. If you're tomorrow. listening to this on Thanksgiving on a release day, we'll be back on Friday for our full week slate, and uh, we'll be talking about all the games that happened on Sunday and the Monday night game. Well, we'll talk about the Monday night game, I suppose. I'm interested. Uh, yeah. It's Tennessee and Houston, but yeah. In the meantime, enjoy Thanksgiving. Have time with your friends and family. Uh, until then, I am Britt. I'm Craig, and this is the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy your turkey ducking. <laughs>